Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Tech Stuff, a production from iHeartRadio. Hey there and welcome to Tech Stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Strickland. I'm an executive producer with iHeartRadio and how the tech are you? I'm on the mending side of being sick yet again. This has been a rough year for me, <laughs> but we're we're getting through it, and we'll just go right into the tech news. That's the important stuff, not that I sound cruddy, so let's get to it. First up, Cloudflare, which, among other things, is a content delivery network, or CDN, had a widespread outage earlier this morning that affected numerous services across the internet, which included services like Discord, Omegle, NordVPN... Crunchyroll, and DoorDash. So, quick refresher, a content delivery network's purpose is to speed up access to certain services. So ideally, if you ran a big internet-based service, you would set up servers strategically all around the world in order to deliver your service to your customers with as little delay as possible, right? So that way you had servers close to your customer bases. And, uh, you know, otherwise, if you had all your servers centrally located in one place, 
then some people are going to get really slow service. So that's where content delivery network services kind of popped up. Most companies don't have the facility to build out these server farms all over the world. But these companies that specifically focused on that, like Cloudflare, could. However, that means that whenever Cloudflare has an outage, which has happened a few times, then that disruption affects other big entities online. And it might seem like the entity itself had an outage, right? Like it might seem like DoorDash is down, but really it's more that the content delivery network that was carrying DoorDash went down. Fortunately, Cloudflare was able to resolve the problem within about an hour after users began having trouble accessing services. No word yet on what actually caused the outage. Uh, last week, Cloudflare had some similar issues in other parts of the world. So hopefully whatever's going on has been resolved to a point where we were not going to see that again. Uh, these sort of outages do happen. It can be very frustrating when it happens because, you know, we we rely on these services. We We start to get to a point where we just feel that they're always going to be there. But we have to be reminded occasionally that, it's dependent upon technology that can fail for one reason or another, and that that will occasionally happen. So a uh, good thing to keep in mind, because you don't ever want to be so dependent upon services that could potentially go away, that you are in a really bad situation when those services do go down. U.S. Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts issued a letter raising concerns about Amazon's Ring products. So looking at Ring one way, you would say it's a smart doorbell and it's a security system component. But if you look at it another way, you could say Ring is really a network of surveillance devices. And Markey's letter was in part a reaction to a report from Consumer Reports that once a Ring doorbell's motion sensor goes off, the doorbell can record conversation-level audio from up to 25 feet away. Markey's concern, and I think it's a reasonable one, is that these devices pose a huge threat to privacy. The doorbells could be recording private conversations, uh, perhaps even conversations that are happening inside the house that has the Ring doorbell. And Markey wrote, quote, Since Ring has well over 10 million device users, it appears likely that Ring products record millions of Americans' activity without their knowledge every day. This surveillance system threatens the public in ways that go far beyond abstract privacy invasion. Individuals may use Ring devices audio recordings to facilitate blackmail, stalking, and other damaging practices. As Ring products capture significant amounts of audio on private and public property adjacent to dwellings with Ring doorbells, including recordings of conversations that people reasonably expect to be private, the public's right to assemble, move, and converse without being tracked is at risk." End quote. Hopefully, Markey's concern will encourage other lawmakers to look into the topic and perhaps rein in some of the surveillance features of the Ring products. Mark Zuckerberg recently released a video showing off four prototype mixed reality headsets that Meta has been working on in its quest to bring the metaverse to life. Three of the four prototypes focused on specific goals that mixed reality headsets need to achieve in order to create a really compelling experience, which range from depth of focus to high resolution, like retinal image level resolution, to HDR support. Uh, that's high dynamic range, which is mostly about representing brightness and color representation as accurately as possible. The fourth was really a, a concept in making a very lightweight uh, headset. So these headsets are all focusing on critical components to the company's vision of the metaverse future. 
Presumably, users will be donning headgear to interact with these persistent online environments. There's still a lot of work to be done, not just on the headset hardware, but also building out the infrastructure that would support a robust online environment capable of hosting tens of thousands of people. Zuckerberg himself said that we're, quote, pretty far off, end quote, from that future during a roundtable discussion. Francis Hogan, the former Facebook employee who handed over hundreds of internal documents to U.S. authorities that showed how the company was being, uh, we'll say loosey-goosey with data policies, uh, is now putting together a nonprofit organization designed to train lawyers on how to fight against big tech companies. Uh, part of her goal is to build out a simulated social network so that you know lawyers, lawmakers, regulators, and more such folks can war game different scenarios that mimic the sort of things we encounter in real life, such as, you know, bot accounts that are violating misinformation policies or the platform itself harvesting user data without permission. And we've been seeing a growing resistance to the rising power of tech platforms around the world. I think this is just another example of that. Former Tesla employees have filed a class action lawsuit against the company, claiming it violated a federal law that requires companies to give advance notice of mass layoffs before handing out pink slips. The layoffs happened at a Tesla Gigafactory plant in Sparks, Nevada, reportedly affecting more than 500 employees. And the law states that companies have to give 60 days notice before conducting those kinds of layoffs. The lawsuit alleges that Tesla terminated employees on the spot with no advance warning. Elon Musk has dismissed the whole matter, saying, quote, It seems like anything related to Tesla gets a lot of clicks, whether it is trivial or significant. I would put that lawsuit you're referring to in the trivial category, end quote. I'm pretty sure for the 500-plus folks who were fired, it was anything but trivial. And on a related note, among folks recently laid off by Tesla were some employees who were leaders in diversity and inclusivity programs at the company. That includes the president of the LGBTQ plus community in Tesla. And considering Elon Musk has talked about a, quote, woke mind virus, end quote, that brings up the question of whether or not those employees were specifically singled out amid the layoffs, something that would be very much illegal if that were the case. Variety reports that Netflix is getting ready to hold another layoffs itself. The company had laid off 150 employees back in May, and word has it that this next round should be around the same size. Netflix has had a remarkable change in fortune in 2022. Uh, earlier this year, the company posted its first net loss in subscriber numbers in its history, and that precipitated a dramatic drop in investor confidence as folks began selling off Netflix stock and that plunged the stock value in the process. In fact, Netflix's stock today is almost 70% lower in price than it was at the beginning of the year. Now, there is no denying that Netflix is in a very different environment than it was even just a few years ago. So for a while, Netflix was the only major streaming service on the market. But gradually, services like Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and more began to drink Netflix's milkshake. So while I still get a bit antsy, over folks treating growth as the only metric that really matters, I have to admit Netflix isn't in the dominating position it was just a few years ago. All right, we've got a couple more news stories that I want to cover before we close this out. My apologies for this being so short, but as you can probably tell, I'm a bit short on breath myself. Uh, but first, before we get to those last few stories, let's take a quick break. Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. 
Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Okay, we're back. South Korea has become the 10th country in the world capable of sending a satellite up into orbit on its own. And just the seventh country in the world that can send up a satellite that's heavier than a ton. So the country launched a three-stage rocket from the Nairo Space Center, and it successfully guided a one and a half ton satellite into orbit. The country has some pretty ambitious goals set for the near future. I mean, Considering this was the first time it was successful in launching a payload into orbit, there had been a, a, a previous attempt that was unsuccessful to launch a dummy satellite into orbit. Well, they're now planning on sending up a lunar rover to the moon, obviously lunar, uh, in August of this year, which I think is really cool. And like I said, really ambitious. They went straight from let's launch this, uh, this one payload into orbit to let's launch this and have it land on the moon. NASA, meanwhile, is choosing which instruments it needs to shut down on the Voyager spacecraft in order to keep the spacecraft operational 
for as long as possible. The two Voyager probes were first launched into space way back in 1977, the year Star Wars came out, and they conducted flybys of Jupiter and Saturn, and then they both kept on going after their mission objectives were complete. And eventually, the two Voyager probes passed out of the area that's generally considered to be our solar system, which means these two probes became the first human spacecraft to enter inter interstellar space. So in order to conserve power and have them operate for as long as possible, NASA's going to shut down some of the instrumentation aboard the probes and hopefully keep them run, running to at least 2030 and potentially beyond. Both probes rely on plutonium as a power source, and they use low-powered computer systems. A software engineer from Hungary named Nikola Rechian demonstrated that he could harvest a chip from a cheap smart lamp that came out of Ikea for like 15 bucks and use that chip to serve as a processor on a home-built system that could run the first level of the classic first-person shooter video game, Doom. And I thought this was a neat story that showed how far processors have come in, you know, you know, something that now powers a simple smart lamp is sophisticated enough to handle running a computer game that just a few decades ago was considered state-of-the-art. Now, I should add that Raytheon did cobble together other components to make this all work. It wasn't like the one chip could power everything. Uh, the chip from the lamp really just served as a primitive CPU. Raytheon wired eight megabytes of flash memory to this and several other components as well, including a very low-resolution screen. Um, I think it had something like 30 or 35 frames per second playback speed uh, in order to make all of this work. Still really, really impressive that you could harvest a chip off a lamp and have it play a classic computer game. And that's it for the news for today, Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. Hope you're all well. If you would like to get in touch with me, a couple of different ways you can do that. One is to use the iHeartRadio app. It's free to download. Just navigate over to the tech stuff page on the iHeartRadio app. And there's a little microphone icon. You can click on that and leave a voice message of up to 30 seconds in length. If you like, you can even let us know if you would like us to use that in a future episode. That's one way to get, reach me. Another is on Twitter. The handle for the show is TechStuffHSW. And I'll talk to you again really soon. Tech Stuff is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten a girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.